Welcome to Before You Swipe, the online dating podcast where we read between the pickup lines. I'm Dr. Chris. And I'm Dr. Lauren. We're two sex educators and research nerds using apps to find playmates, partners, and some laughs. Each episode, we share profiles that make us curious and make us cringe. We bring our expertise and personal quirks as we overanalyze our first impressions. Join us for some snarky and sincere tips and traps. Hello, and welcome again to Before You Swipe. I'm Dr. Chris. And I'm Dr. Lauren. And it's really funny. I almost said I was Dr. Lauren. I don't know what's happening to me today. So it's that day. Happy Friday to um, to us. And I don't know to other people what day you're going to be listening to this, but it's already been an interesting day. And that is um, apparent. So I... Um, we send each other profiles like we always do. And so... Um, Lauren sent me a profile that I am re- currently receiving on my phone. So I will kick it off. It's the part that I'm going to be sharing is short. So I've got, they are a 42 year old software engineer and they're a uh, little, this is on Tinder. And so they've got their little like likes or passions or whatever we call those things. Those are grab a drink, running Netflix, cat lover and comedy. And then we have in the body of their profile, it says pretty good at telling a joke, an inopportune time. I believe that's supposed to say at an inopportune time. Okay. Um, And then two of two vaccinated. Those are the two pieces of information in their profile. That's it. Yes. And then their anthem is let's make love and listen to death from above. Uh, Who's that by? The SS. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I am so not up on the musics. So let's see. So I'm seeing, uh, let's see, we've got a few pictures here. Three of them are basically just, just this, this guy. I'm seeing him. He's, uh, in one of them, he's standing like against a very plain wall, his hands in his pockets, um, wearing a jacket and blue jeans, a dark blue jacket. He's, Mm-hmm. Almost smiling, not really smiling, kind of smiling, but definitely does not look like he enjoys having his picture taken. I will, yeah. I will say that. And like, just even from this first picture, it's like, but you said you like comedy and you like telling jokes at inopportune times. This is, this is as much of a smile as we get. I mean, except yeah, for- right. Because the other picture is of, uh, there's another picture of him sort of leaning forward in the camera and it's against a plain white background again the jacket has been shed um it might not be the same day but it kind of looks like it is mm-hmm. uh and now he's wearing a navy blue collared shirt um so we're, we're keeping with the dark blue theme and um and uh so that's that's happening but other than that now that the, the, the little bit of smile is even completely gone We've got a furrowed brow. There's an intensity. uh, Yeah. And then the third picture is just your classic selfie against a now very boring white curtain or it looks fabric and the dark blue has now been switched to some dark green khaki brown kind of color. And it's okay. Like I definitely, I went through a part of my life where I did not wear a lot of color. So I don't want to like, if you don't wear color, you know, you don't have to put color on in your photos, but this just sort of adding to this very, and again, no smile, no anything. And it's just a very 
dull picture. So you have three extremely boring pictures, not capturing any personality at all. Um, nothing in, in the background, the plain background or this fabric background. Like there's just nothing to give any clues that this person is interesting or anything to like spark conversation. It's sort of a remarkable bland. No. And then there's a picture of a, of this person with two, uh, very um blonde women and now he's smiling and he's kind of sandwiched in between these two blonde women and he's holding a a beverage of some sort I cannot tell if it's boozy or not um and he does he is like I said he's smiling now and so like that's a thing and I it's I can't really call anyone's race or ethnicity um for sure, to me, he appears to be of some uh, an Asian descent. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's on his profile or not. I don't know if um, Tinder does race and ethnicity. Sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. Some people choose to do that, and not. Yeah. But um, his skin tone does look different against the two um, what appear to be relatively white blonde women, um, and then. Then there, the last picture is a picture of this, I guess the city from a distance. Is that Chicago in the distance? I mean, oh, I'm guessing. Chicago. It's definitely Chicago in the distance. It's like, okay. but it's an alley. Like you're really, you're really looking at a shot of an alley with a yeah. very legible skyline in the distance at night. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, nighttime skyline of Chicago. But really what you're seeing is a bunch of, suburban-y houses in an alleyway or like kind of nondescript so mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's that's a picture a that is, that's a city for sure so it, it's actually not yeah. suburbs but just like high density living low low rise houses oh okay yeah yeah Thanks. so so yeah so basically this poor human being is <laughs> not is not doing a very good job of explaining anything about anything with his personality, except that he does have fun with his friends because when he's with these two, these two people, he's smiling and they're leaning in, like one of them's leaning into him and they're like, and it seems to be enjoyable and he's got a beverage and he's got sunglasses like on his, like resting on his shirt. So it's like, I don't know, that just adds to sort of sunglasses and fun to me, sort of, even though sunglasses are, <laughs> functional things to actually protect your eyes from bright but to me it just makes it look like it's a little bit more fun um whatever the, it is that the three of them are doing there's smiling and collegiality I don't know <laughs> like there's there's something I'm grasping for something and this is all I've got well, and so part of what I was reacting to and is exactly this dynamic of we have these extremely nondescript photos very bland almost no facial expression or communication through them, um, either in clothing, attire, backdrop, like we just can't learn anything about the person from those photos. And then even in this one, I was like, man, I feel like he looks uncomfortable. And obviously I'm reading into body language, but like, he's kind of, he almost looks like he's reluctantly smiling, like, all right, I guess you're taking my picture. And yeah, 
the one woman is sort of up leaning into him and her like mouth is up and like, ha ha, we're getting you. Or I don't know, like, that's how I read the whole situation. I'm like, this is not adding to your story of being a fun comedy guy who tells jokes. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. And it's true. He does have his arm across his body. And whether that's just because of like logistics, because she's now like, where do you put your arm? Like when someone's leaning into you, I mean, you could put it around a person, you could put it close to you. It could be pinned against you. It's kind of like when you're trying to spoon, like, <laughs> you know, with somebody in bed and you never know what to do with your bottom arm. Like it's just the, the struggle is real. Yeah. And so, so I, you know, who knows what's going on, but you're right. Like he's not, he doesn't look as relaxed as the other two people. That's for sure. In this okay. picture. And he, so he doesn't look relaxed anywhere. No, I just, yeah. So this profile just sort of cracked me up the dissonance between having clicked the button on comedy and then saying he likes to tell jokes and then having one of the more serious profiles I feel like I've ever seen of like, oh, this is as like goofy neutral. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also, it's it, the, the text is pretty good at telling a joke at an opportune or just telling joke and op in the inopportune time. Is that because you think you're funny and it's a good thing to do? Or is this like a self-deprecating kind of like, I'm really good at telling jokes when it's not a good time to tell jokes. And then it's almost like it's a sad thing. Like that's the only thing they're good at. Cause that seems to fit the personality a little bit more of this person who like, yeah, when I tell a joke, it's at the wrong time. <laughs> and, and here I am not smiling and we've got an Eeyore on our hands possibly it's just yeah. I died at this moment. I was like yeah oh. <laughs> yeah and then like and then right and then having the sort of like I live here where I mean it's you know it's cool you're living in the city and stuff but it's like and if you stare off into the distance you can sort of see the skyline like it's just this sort of like there's nothing like use your telephoto lens and like capture the skyline more or also, I don't know Chicago matching with people in Chicago no one is impressed by seeing the skyline also if we wanted to see the skyline we would go down on Lakeshore Drive and see a gorgeous view of the skyline we're not going to do it through your back alley my friend like it's just right. a very so again, thinking, I mean, it's like when we're selecting uh, landscape photos, really thinking about what are you communicating and what's the value of the people you're trying to match with. Right. I think that was one piece of that, that I'm like, I have, I, I have no idea why you chose to use this photo. <laughs> like, right. And again, right. And the backgrounds are very plain in all of these. So it's essential. It's also this idea of like, if, if you're able to step outside of yourself and it's hard to do uh, yeah. sometimes, but like, would you want to hang out with this version of you? Like the person of you that's not smiling, that has this very plain background that doesn't really like, is this something that makes you want to lean in and learn more about mm -hmm. you in these moments? And if that's, and if you feel, and again, like that question of, is this, is this, is this you? right? If you're a pretty somber person, that's great. That's okay. Yeah. Um, and then maybe don't choose comedy <laughs> as right. one of your passions and interests, or, you know, it, it's just interesting. I mean, there's, there's plenty of room for connection and love and care around being, you know, a subdued being in this world, but then give people other things. Again, the goal is to give someone something to ask you questions about, and it would be really hard to figure out like how to open the door. Yeah. 
what we have here. Um, totally. Yeah. Other than maybe asking about like the, one of the women in the picture has like something from the Cubs in her hair and it's like, oh, were you at a Cubs game or were you pre-gaming, pre-partying for a Cubs? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're right. Like, what are you going to ask this person? Right. It's really right. unclear. So, you know, it's, it's okay. Maybe a little yeah. easier, hard to tell, but yeah. things to think about friends. <laughs> yes. All right. So I sent you uh, some pictures uh, a profile from Hinge. Um, that last one was Tinder. I don't know. I can't remember if we said that. I think we did. Um, so this is a person who is, let me get the vitals, 22. So I'm back on my Hinge. Like I still get some likes from young people. Uh, identifies as a man and 5'10", an entrepreneur, talks about their school they define their politics as moderate um, and they are from, not from where they, uh, like not from the Portland metro area. They're just from a, they're from a different state. Um, and so some of the thing, the uh, prompts that they are responding to are, I bet you can't tell a better drunk hookup story than me. Um, then it's try to guess this about me. I do yoga or I got demolished in an alphabet burping contest by a four-year-old at Chuck E. Cheese. Um, then there is a, um, I go crazy for a mom and daughter combo. Just kidding. I'm not that fucked up. Oh boy. And those are the three prompts that, uh, he responds to. Wow, this is a doozy on so many levels. So I'm just focused on reviewing the photos. Oh my goodness. You can focus on whatever you want. It's just the photos are also, you know. Okay, so um, as I'm going through the photos, one I see there are two gentlemen. So I, at this point, I don't know which one is our, our fella. Uh, but two of them, one in a button-up floral blue shirt, the other one in a not button-up t-shirt that also has a floral vibe to it, maybe some palm trees, but they're very similar in sort of color scheme and feel. Yeah, they're both very tropical vibey t-shirt or shirts. Yes, um, and both of them have one arm raised in the air and the other arm around each other. I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know if this is like a thing the kids do, but anyway sort of a little blurry, but any, it looks like someone having fun. Um, the next photo I see is a giant cake that if I look close enough says semester at sea. Uh, so, okay. And our friend is uh, by himself, like pointing at the cake, like really proud of it. Um, in a Calvin Klein hoodie. And, uh, and it looks like a salad bar behind him or a buff, like some kind of buffet. Oh, I think they're on a boat. I think they're on the boat for semester at sea. Oh, they're on the boat already. Okay. I think as opposed a, to their send off. No, I like that. I like that. Um, I, I mean, that's what I assumed. It just made me think boat when I immediately. Yeah. Uh, and then the next photo is uh, our same fella. And again, in a hooded sweatshirt, backwards cap, yellow backwards cap, holding a puppy, a golden retriever puppy. Um, and just, wow. Okay. And then the next one, which is under the, I go crazy for a mom and daughter combo. Like what I just can't let go of the fact that these are on the same, this photo is in the same, like, I don't know if people, if humans have control over this, but I'm like, wow, this is some dissonance. 
his prompt is to say, guess the backstory of this photo. And so now our fella is in a striped t-shirt and I think some pants, it's kind of cut off, but he's in a photo and there's a whole bunch of, you know, so this is a white dude, brown hair, pretty nondescript or appears white to me, is reading white uh, with a whole bunch of not white people, some people in very traditional dress and I'm not familiar enough with the region to guess where they are or, or what culture these folks are representing but there's, it's a very clearly opposed photo and there's what appears to me two white people standing next to like a cute child in some kind of traditional dress and a woman in traditional dress wearing a hijab. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then the next photo I see is our same friend now in again, a striped shirt, this time button up, uh, but with a camel. So we've got our exotic am- animal check <laughs> yep. and a desert background. And then the last photo, the one that says, I bet you can't tell a better drunk drunk hookup story than me is then him. Um, Again, it looks like some sort of um, very hot uh, place. So dirt road everywhere. And he's in a maroon t-shirt and pants. And he has his fist locked with like in bro hug fashion or bro handshake, I guess. I don't even know what to call it. but with a um, very dark skinned man in um, some sort of, you know, very patterned pants and, and a t-shirt as well. And then there's a whole bunch of other um, very dark skinned black men like behind him. Yes. Like the only white yeah. guy. And they're on the, it does, that picture does, I mean, for doesn't really matter, but it looks like they're on the, like an ocean. I think in the distance, we're also, we've got some like a little palm tree going on too. And there's, it looks like there's a huge body of water behind him. So the, the, the tropical warmth com, like piece of that is just sort of being conveyed further. Yes, yes. Wow. Well, so, I mean, one, the, the like screaming loud thing for me is like class, 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 class. I have money. My family has money. Like that's, that's like the biggest thing that's coming through for me. And tell um, me more about how that's coming through for you. Well, for me, like... I don't know, man. Like when I think of semester at sea, I mean, sure, maybe you can get a scholarship to do stuff like that, but it's that in combination with then it, it's very clear he's done international travel to several different places. Of course, also the Ivy League, very expensive university that's listed in his profile. Yes. Uh, you know, maybe a scholarship, but man, that is a very, very expensive school. Um, yes. So, and then just. It just reads as like, you know, white dude doing tours and other people's cultures and like, look at me, I'm going to use other people and saying, guess the backstory. Like either I want to pat myself on the back for being the white guy who went to some other culture and like took a photo with people. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't like any of it. It makes me uncomfortable and sad. It feels very white saviory or like white showboaty. I just, yeah. You. Right. It is. It's a picture of a white presenting person in a bunch of photos with a bunch of not white presenting people in different places. Um, and, and without, without any context of, except for that semester at sea, I guess is sort of a, like, that's the only context we have for why is this person here? What's the sort of, what's going on? What are the things? And so I'd love to, I don't, putting you on the spot a little bit, like what's a responsible way to take pictures of oneself 
in going to interesting places? Would you just not put people in the pictures and just put landmarks? Like, how would you want to do that in a way that's respectful to other humans? I mean, like, besides the consent concept, like, so if you black out their eyes, for example, like, and, and not reveal who they are. I just don't think there's any reason you were talking dating apps, right? Let's stay within those confines. There's a broader conversation that I don't feel well-versed enough to think about exactly. But just thinking about on a dating app, I don't see any reason to use other people to lift you up, particularly when you are doing it in a way that is any way adjacent to colonization or you know, white saviorism or any of like, just what? So personally, and again, this person, this human might be very comfortable with those logics, might be very comfortable with that perception. And so if that's their intent, then I guess this is their right to do that. I think it feels disrespectful and, and, and uncomfortable to see people of color leveraged to make you look cooler or more international or whatever, when it is like this person is systematically doing that, but with people from different regions of the world. And so I would just say like, if you're wanting to, if the goal is to communicate that you're an international traveler, then yeah, like landmarks, geography, like I would prefer the camel over a human, like, you know, I mean, we talked about our, our relationship to animal photos too, but I mean, I think again, it always goes back to like, what are your actual goals? What do you want to convey? And how are you treating other people with dignity, given that this is especially, you know, like it's a dating app. You're, yeah. You're on a dating app. Right. And so I like your advice about if you want to show that you've been to different places, taking pictures of you in those different places, but maybe, maybe not with people. So like, that's sort of a thing. Cause if some people do want to say like, oh, I've traveled and I want to show that. And so if they're listening to this and they're sort of like, but how do I do that? Like you're providing that with like, yes, put it next to a landmark or just making it where the the houses are clearly not from the same country. So you're just like, it doesn't even have to be a landmark, but just sort of like a mundane picture of a market or of a house or something like that, that shows that it's, it's not anywhere that might, would probably be in the United States. I also think there's something to these specific photos where it feels like he popped in with other people who were busy doing other things. There were other activities going on and you've just got these random white people who are like, hey, can I get a photo? Like, that's what it feels like to me in each of those scenes. Right. You know, in the one where there's two people with the woman holding a child, it's like, there's a whole bunch of movement happening behind them where it looks like people are doing something. And again, they're just like, it's not a good look. Like even if it, they were perfectly fine images, even if these are actually like lifelong dear friends, knowing the culture that we're in right now where you know white people have such a legacy of harm and continue to do a lot of harm. And so just as a white person, to, for me personally, I'm gonna look at a profile like this and be like, I don't even, I don't even have the energy to, (laughs) to be like, okay, I need to decipher. Is this as bad as it looks? Are you at, you know, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to, I'm just not going to bother with the person. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I totally hear that. And it's hard to then, so that the one picture that maybe looks like they're friends is the, the, where there's the two tropical shirts. Um, I mean, they might not be or something, but again, and I'm not defending, but like, is there a way to convey 
and again, it's like, why are you putting your friend in the picture? There's sort of that idea too. And like not blocking out like, you know, the, the eyes of the person. So there's, because they're not consenting to that photo. So there's, there's that. And then, right. There's nothing in the profile to talk about where they were. Like, were they on a mission, like a religious mission thing? Are they in a travel abroad thing? Are they like, there's no indication as to like, why you were, why you were there. Was that like, oh, I was overseas for a year. And that picture of the big group, maybe it's their sponsor family. We don't know. We don't know anything. It's just, it's, so it becomes really objectifying. Yeah. It, it, because there's no other context because the rest of it is like the, the, the text stuff is like, I'm in a burping contest maybe. And I, I want to hook up with a mom and daughter. Ha ha ha. So it doesn't help. Or, or I have a better drunk hookup story. Right. So it's like, you've got this kid who is reading as like a 22 year old reading like a frat boy reading like a, you know, or, and maybe that's not a fair characterization, but reading like a person who is a partier and that's fine. Yeah. But pairing that then with what feel like uncomfortable tourism, cultural, st- uh, yeah. Um, that's just not a good combo. Not a, yeah, not a exactly. Not a and I think, combo. yeah. And I think the combo piece is, is crucial to this because again, I think there's a lot of faults with the photos anyway, and we've talked about that already. And I think also that it's this combination of what is written in the prompts plus the photos that makes it especially not feel good to you. Yeah. Well, and, and the idea, I mean, the, the, the extra intersection of like, guess the backstory of this photo. I mean, on the one hand, I'm like, you know, you're inviting people into a conversation. That's a good strategy. Mm -hmm. I like that. However, it is a guess the backstory when it is a, you know, you are the very clearly Western white person standing next to a whole crowd of, you know, people in traditional dress. And I just, you're just like, okay, buddy. (laughs) So just so you, so just so you know, this is not an excuse at all. This is just a little bit of an explanatory piece that when in hinge, when you post a picture you have to choose from some of the selected prompt ideas. And so like, so you have to caption your photo and you have to caption it with something that they give you. They give you. So, mm-hmm. so, so it, it could be that, and it, it's still, it's not a good choice, but like that when they put this photo, they decided to use that from the drop down menu, they chose that caption. So a lot of people, like I, I see that I see the phrase "guess the backstory of this photo" in, in a, on a lot of profiles. The same way you see a lot of um, pictures with the "help me identify this photo bomber," yeah. and that's the picture of him with a puppy. And a lot of people will use their animals for some bizarre reason for the for that. And I'm not saying it's it doesn't excuse it. I'm just telling you that the he word. didn't write that prompt. That's yeah. all, that's all that's all about. But he did choose it because a lot of his he other did. Photos anything and so it's like you chose that on this particular he could have put that on his semester at sea photo you know yeah oh yeah much better at sea that sounds great or with the camel even that would be potentially funny to tell a story or or what we think the backstory is of him hanging with a camel yeah you're asking us to tell a story about you yeah yeah like come on 
no, no. Exactly. I feel it's so funny. I feel like in some ways this podcast has become like a social justice analysis of dating. (laughs) (laughs) It's when we started, but it's hard not to read them that way. Yeah. And sometimes there isn't social justice analysis associated with it, but like, this is the case of this particular, I mean, that's why I chose this, this particular group of photos. This is why I chose to share this profile is because of it's, it's, we've talked about some of these issues before about class and about like, you know, just being really mindful about putting other people in photos and who are those people. And are you, you know, objectifying other people to like show off your experiences and things like that. So, I mean, I think it is, it does all tie in. And again, it's with that combo of, I mean, again, we're not 22 and we're not close to 22, (laughs) And what is the appeal of like trying to spend a date challenging each other if you've had a more drunken hook, a better drunken hookup story? Like, is that how I want to share my first date? Maybe when I was 22, like that would have been something like that. But I don't know. Like, is that and then like, you know, was it a consensual thing? You can't like if it's that drunken of a hookup, like there's that. Was it, you know, were you using good uh, sexual health practices? Yeah, the consensual piece, of course, dear God. I mean, yeah, there's so many things that even that, just that choice of expression alone. I, I just think, I think especially for young, not that we're going to have an audience of super young people listening to this, but I mean, because I don't see a, older adults writing stuff like this in their profiles, thankfully. I, yeah. So I wonder if this is an interesting moment where we're getting, again, though, insight into developmental arcs and, and what are the things we think are appealing or we've been convinced by culture make us more fun to date and like, look, I'm hooking up with people, which means people want to hook up with me, which means you should want to hook up with me. Like, is that some of the logic of why he's including that? Or yeah. look at me at 22, I've traveled to all these exotic places with exotic people, like wanting to acknowledge that if by 22, you've had some international experience, that's a remarkable thing. It does make you quite unique in the US to have had that privilege. Yeah. And it would be great to see a little bit of that humility because it's yeah. not, we, I, I don't think either of us are trying to say, oh, if you're rich, you better feel bad about it. It's like, no, but you know, I don't even, I don't even know what I'm asking for people to do who are, who are like wealthy or come from a lot of privilege. I just know as someone who's not in that status or has had really variable experiences with class, just know that there is a, there is stigma. There is bias for those of us who are not super wealthy to not trust you and to think you might be a harmful or dangerous person. So (laughs) right. If you have any interest in dating outside of your class bracket, you might want to consider how do you, how do you buffer some of that? Or how do you show you've got a um, a thoughtfulness about your wealth. Mm. Yeah. Or, yeah. And like, I think you saying if then, and and maybe the answer is no, and that's right. And so you're going to attract certain people to your profile based on, I mean, that's the whole point, right? Like what does your profile say? And then who are you going to attract as a result of how you're portraying yourself on your profile? And is after that, like our analysis, if the person comes back and is like, yep, that is exactly who I want to attract, then they did a great job. Very successful. Right? And it's just, and again, it's not, I mean, it's not for us anyway, because we're a lot older. And yeah. so like, that's okay. Um, unlike the first person, that that's really difficult to find anything to grasp onto, to, a, to like even form some kind of attraction or appeal 
ex- yeah. unless you're just attracted to their physical appearance and that's it. Cause you don't really have anything else to go on with that first profile. So it's like, it's, it's the blank slate to the point of there's nothing to react to except for like a physical, like their visage. I mean, that's it. Whereas this person, there's a lot to react to. And if you react very negatively, if that person's like, I don't care if that person reacts negatively, then fine, not from a social justice framework, fine, but like from an online dating app, okay, because they painted a pretty good picture of who they are and it's a, it was a turn off for us. And if it's a turn on for somebody else, well, they did a good job of explaining who they are. I do still think it's pretty fascinating that that dissonance, the massive dissonance between the like superficial cheesy stuff that was the written word. Yeah. You know, and like really sort of, I, I don't know, it's superficial isn't even exactly the right word. It's like immaturity and like party boy and like whatever. Yeah. And, you know, because burping and yada, and just silliness, right? Again, yeah. which is fine on its own, but then juxtaposing that against these visuals of other humans where you're clearly a tourist. It's just, it's a really, again, really wild choices to be juxtaposed against each other. And that's, yeah. I mean, so what, what that might be a- so who is this person really? I feel like I actually am not clear who they are. You know, I mean, I can make some guesses and none of them are very nice. And from, from my vantage point, they might be exactly who he wants to be read as in the world though. So, yeah. Right. And at 22. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, 22. <laughs> yeah. So there's that piece as well. What would your 22 year old profile have looked like, Chris? What, oh what are some targets that might've been there? 22? Well, so what was I doing at 22? I need to do some math, but I was a, Were you, in your you know, relatively recent college graduate. I was managing a bakery, doing community theater. Um, yeah, I was kind of like that sort of, that's, I, I don't know what I, I probably would have emphasized the community theater component and just, I was doing a lot of sports. So I think I would have just, I, that would have been like a lot of like my passions would have been around sports and community theater. Mine, there would have been dog collar wearing and the white tank top with the black bra to do a shout out to our earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh pictures. That definitely would have been there. Um, and then lots of conversations about music. So on that front, it's not that different than what I write about now. And probably some stuff about social justice. Nowhere near as I was an idiot at 22. I did a lot of, you know, I was trying, but had a long way to go. Still do. Always, always learning. On right, but that's the point about 22, right? So back to this guy who were like, you're, you know. Oh, buddy. Like, yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't know in terms of the pictures I would have taken. I just, I would not have probably taken a lot of pictures because I really didn't like what I looked like when I was 22 and I don't I don't know how I would have navigated that it would have been interesting to see how I would have navigated me at 22 with pictures I don't know selfie selfie world would not have been fun huh no I don't think I would have embraced that yeah so we'll see and this might be true for our first fella that we saw photos from you know that maybe he really is uncomfortable taking photos and so we can't capture his fun side as effectively and that's a disadvantage of using these visually oriented dating apps. And that's, that's really hard. And I feel for, if that's the case for that person, like that just really kind of illuminated, maybe our poor friend really struggles with photos. Yeah. Well, and if he does though, then don't have three of them. So we're going to go back to that. Have one 
painful picture. <laughs> um, uh, and then one picture of him sort of with friends and then one picture of not that landscape or something like a little bit more interesting, right? So like, don't take three pictures of the same plain background. I'm not really smiling pictures. Just don't provide multiples. Just take one of like the, let me get this over with picture. <laughs> so like a, like a selfie or whatever that shows who, what you look like. And then, and then continue on through other narratives to sort of talk about who you are. I like that. That's a, that's a good reframe. And God, rely on your friends, you know, ask your friends to do some candidates for you to help you capture you in, in good moments. Let people know you're working on that, getting those photos and ask yeah. people when you're least suspecting it. We need friends help sometimes in the dating world. It's rough out there. <laughs> often, often. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Again, feel free to send us your own profiles. What is our, yeah. you can find us at Before You Swipe, the letter B, the number four, the letter U, swipe on the Facebooks, on the Instagrams or at gmail.com. Yes. And until next time, bye. Happy swiping. Happy swiping. Thanks for listening to Before You Swipe. If you want to send us your thoughts or a profile you'd like us to overanalyze, please email us at beforeyouswipe at gmail.com. That's the letter B, number four, letter U, swipe at gmail. Or find us on Facebook at Before You Swipe. Thanks to Hamid Khalid 786 on Pixabay for our fabulous funky beats. 